everybody. Welcome to episode six of the Game of Life podcast. I'm super pumped to be doing this episode here. Uh, we're doing our first ever back-to-back podcast recording. So buckle up. Um, hopefully I can knock it out and do a great job. This, uh, this back-to-back thing, I'm, I'm, I can't tell if I like it more or not. I've been really thinking about do I just sit down and hammer out, you know, a month's worth of episodes and get them primed and, and ready and scheduled to be posted? Um, or do I keep up with this, like, individual weekly cadence that I've been doing? So um, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. On the topics today, I'm going to dive right in. So on the Art of Letting Go, I'm going to share or invite you to think about, is there any part of your life that you might be trying to perfect to a point of detriment or or doing something to a point of detriment. And I say this because, and I'll give an example. So I have certain KPIs in my day that I try to hit that are what I would qualify a good day. These are things like, showering, working out, walking, doing my journal activities and manifestations. Um, There's a whole list of things. You know, did I take my vitamins? Did I get six hours of sleep? Which is not still even enough, but sometimes it's a struggle. Um, So I literally sit down and I go through. And this is mostly an activity for myself so I can keep myself accountable. I'm not asking for... Anybody to offer commentary on my the system that works for me, but I will say that one thing I've had to temper recently in the last few months has been if I don't, you know, making sure that I don't slip in to a, a negative mindset about the activities that I'm doing and keeping track of. And I and what I mean by that is. Maybe I'll get six of those things. I'll sleep well. I take my vitamins. I do my meditation. I went for my walk and I did my workout, but I didn't do X, Y, and Z else, whatever they are. And I've got to be very careful personally about not overemphasizing what I don't do and and giving still you know, making sure I don't let too many days pass without doing some of those activities. But at the same time, don't be so hyper-focused. I can't be so hyper-focused on what I didn't accomplish um, because that turns into a real negative downward spiral for me. So there might just be something in your life and it may not be something like daily routine or daily habits that you're tracking or that this perfectionism idea comes to mind for you and and might be applicable to you. But is there anything that you're doing like that you might be pushing the boundary on to a negative to over over to the point where it's not positive? Like if you eat healthy, if you're on on this eating healthy kick, are you are you like too self-critical if you if you didn't if you, if you ate a cookie, you know, um, I think with a lot of stuff out there today, it's really easy to 
be really hard on ourselves. And I think that it's all about finding this, this balance and this unique blend that works for, for you and for your life and for what you're trying to accomplish. And maybe the right approach for a period of time is a totally unbalanced and unequal life. You know, and I want to talk, that's, that's going to be kind of the topic for entrepreneurial endeavors is kind of this idea of balance. So I don't want to let that bleed too much into it, but maybe let go of this perfectionism that is to a self detrimental point. That would be my, my topic for today in terms of the art of letting go is I think, I think we maybe need to let go of some, some parts that would be detrimental, like on one hand, is it is getting up early important to be successful? You could probably make an argument for that. But if if you're valuing getting up early over getting adequate sleep, seems to me like that could also be dangerous. So I'm not saying don't strive for better things. I'm just saying maybe let go of this idea of perfectionism and that you should, it would be best if you focus on what, what you did accomplish, not just what you didn't accomplish. The human connection, I just want to say thank you to, I'm going to just say thank you to my family and to my friends for love and support. So it's been kind of amazing to receive love and support from my cousins who have listened and um, some cousins we've been continually close. Other cousins, you know, kind of this expanding and constructing contracting relationship where we're maybe really close for certain points of our life and then you know kind of veering off and going and having these individual experiences then coming back together but either way I just I want to say to all of my cousins individually and collectively I just love you guys all very much and I'm, I feel really truly blessed to have your love and support in this experience um I'll also say and I I don't know if this is even completely related or completely not, but I had this fear of sharing with my two best friends that I started this podcast, and I have not an idea why I would be terrified to tell them. And I even, when I was telling them, I was like, I was kind of scared to tell you. And I don't know why. Um, because they're people that I know would love and support me no matter what. Um, and I had the same feeling when I was buying my house. I was kind of like scared to tell them. I felt like a kid going to tell their parents that I did something wrong or something. I don't know. Um, I haven't quite figured out why I felt that way. And maybe that's relevant or maybe it's not, but, um... That's what I'm going to say on the human connection today is just thank you to those who love me and support me. Thank you to 
my best friends, which I don't know if they've even listened to the podcast yet or not, but um, I love you guys too. And ah, I think that's what we're gonna do for the for the episode today on the on the on that. For entrepreneurial endeavors, I am excited to share kind of what I think is a unique insight that that is personal and original to me. So it is this idea where entrepreneurs there, there's two kind of two camps that that people sit in. And it seems to me that there's camp A that says there's no entrepreneur that will ever be successful and live a balanced life. And I think there's truth to that. There's another camp that says you will be balanced, but it will be at different periods of time. So the balance occurs at different periods of time. So there's the camp that says okay, there's no balance. You have to go all in on stuff. And I mean, there's literally just a lot of different ways that you could apply this. But the the long and short of it is I'm looking at, I, I think it's in the micro, entrepreneurs cannot be balanced. There's times in the micro of time that you cannot be balanced. There's there's time where you're going to go all in on a particular endeavor and you're just, you're just in it. That's, that's what things otherwise are going to suffer. You know, it's kind of examples I have of being hyper imbalanced in the micro is eating continually, you know, living a, everyone heard, hears of like the entrepreneur that lives on ramen until they launch, until their business is successful. Um, but then I look at that and say, okay, but on the macro and in the scheme of their whole life, it's, it's, it balances out because they had this period of micro imbalance where it was total junk food, call it eating in this example, only to be then balanced out by the ability and the reward of being able to, you know, afford and, you know, spend time eating the best, highest quality foods, you know, and a lot of people also can use the same example of time. So entrepreneurs early in their, in their business are going to put in nights, weekends, days, nights, weekends, days for years at a time without much luxury of, of, of spending time doing just personal non-revenue generating interests or spending time with family or, you know, you, you hear a lot about entrepreneurs who sacrifice time with their families in order to grow their business only to then later have to buy back their time with their families. And I just heard Chris Williams Williamson talk about the Mexican fisherman story, I think it's called, where essentially there's an American tourist who goes and says, oh, to this Mexican fisherman, oh, what do you do? He goes, oh, I go fishing a couple of hours. I, I fish what I need for 
my family and I come back and we cook it and we spend time with the family and, and that's how I spend my days. I, I go and I catch fish, bring them back and enjoy time with my family. And the idea goes as, oh, well, so then what if you, what if you sold the fish at the market, then you could make more money so that way you don't have to spend so much time fishing. And it goes on to say, well, then, then you can employ your friends and have them go fishing for you. And then you can can the, and own the production line only so then you can later go back and spend time fishing and spending time with your family. So kind of going through all of this cycle to get back to this, this balance. But from my perspective, entrepreneurs can live a balanced life. It's just not balanced in the traditional day or year, maybe it's in their lifetime that things are balanced versus um, in a more micro span of time. An entrepreneur's life is more balanced in a macro period of time, a larger period of time. Um, And I think that's okay. I also think that there's certain experiences that or certain situations in which entrepreneurs need to be really clear with themselves about. Do they want to go through the entire experience of imbalance only to get back to a balance? And maybe maybe that's what a lot of people are thinking about nowadays is, do I really want to go grind it all out only so I could get back to this like very baseline level of activities? I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. What I know is that I've been kind of tinkering with what's the right balance for me? What's the right level of perfectionism for me? And I'll hopefully have more to share on that with better insights in the future. As for the investments in personal finance section, I was talking with a friend of mine and he and I, I think, are in a relatively similar position and have relatively similar, I would say, aspirations or objectives in life. And, you know, there's a lot, there's just so much that you can consume in terms of content. Ha ha. Me creating this podcast is additional content to consume, but... Um, we are kind of having this like, not debate, but almost a conversation of like, well, what is really better? You know, is it really better to, you know, we're, we don't have that many eggs. Um, and we're just now carefully cultivating our basket, so to speak in this analogy. And again, there's two camps. Is it better to put all of your proverbial eggs in your very one or two singular baskets early on to really establish those and then take all of your next set of eggs and put them all in the next basket so that way you've kind of built these foundational pillars of your portfolio or is it better to put one egg in one basket at a time and continue to let all the all the baskets grow equally. I'm almost thinking it, and it's easy when you're the person making the decision 
to think, okay, well, I better, I better put a little money into my 401k because everyone says you've got to do that. I better invest in low cost index funds because, you know, everyone says you've got to do that. I better play a little bit, you know, learn how to do a little bit of trading on my own. So I better put a few bucks there. But when I think about it from a very few eggs perspective, and I think about the more I become keenly aware of and keenly focused on compound interest, I wonder, is it really the best decision to spread your compound interest out? What would be a later compounding interest rather than diving it all in? So I would say that I would probably, I probably fell more into the category of all eggs in one, all of my little, all of my handful of eggs going into all of my one basket. And then I continually shift the basket. So that basket's now considered full and a set it and forget it basket. So that's my 401k. I put, I, I was putting a ton of all of my extra money into my 401k. Now I've dialed that back. And I start putting money more so into a savings account. And I've just been really railing that. Um, so I think it's kind of this idea of, you know, I think then once the savings account is pretty much where it's at, I, I think my next basket has got to be my life insurance basket. But yeah. Something to think about, I guess, for people who are less established in their investing career is, is it better to, for you, and maybe talk to your financial advisor. And if there's any financial advisors listening, maybe we'll do a sidebar on that. Still got to wait. Still working on getting my first sidebar. Um, but is it better to put all your eggs early on in one basket and let that basket compound over time? I'm kind of thinking yes. So, you know, maybe that's my second principle here that I'm coming up with for my personal finance is how does this affect compound interest? Truly questions to be answered and Things to be curious about. So, episode six, everybody. Um, letting go of perfectionism and finding the right mental framework of, you know, of pursuing a better life and pursuing growth, but not being overly critical and overly harsh on yourself is probably something that I hope you've taken away from the Art of Letting Go segment today. For the human connection, maybe each of you reach out to different people and just say thank you for the love and support that they've given you, just like I have to my cousins and my friends. So I love you guys and thank you once more. Maybe consider for those of you who are entrepreneurs or aren't, either way, is is are you more in favor of this idea of micro balance in your life so balance within a day we do a little bit of personal time we do a little bit of family time we do a little bit of work time or are you maybe more in the 
macro balance camp. Like we're just going to go all in on work for the next year and then let that simmer down. And then we're going to go all in on personal health and let that kind of reap its benefits. And, and maybe you're more of a macro balance person where it all balances out in the long term and hyper, hyper focused and hyper engaged during these sprints of life that eventually all, all will balance itself out in the long run. And same for, same for personal finance. Is it better to be balanced and put a little couple of nickels in each bucket? Or do you just put all your nickels until one bucket's full and then just keep going and creating more buckets as time goes on? These are questions. And I'll be excited to bring some fresh insights. Episode 7, post short-term rental wealth con and plenty of new people met. So I'll be putting all of these different ideas and experiences um, hopefully into one bundled up game life episode package for you guys. Hope you have a great week. See you soon.